Okay, good morning. Today's class is in the success of Yitzhak by Miriam. May you find a successful job, be spiritually successful, and also find the right zivug. God willing, also in Leunishmat, Yerachmil Dianu ben Gedalia, Leunishmat Sion ben Nema, Rufo Shalema, Rav Shalom ben Yabna, and Yabna and Rav Daniel ben Sara, and success in Yerachamayim, Lishav ben Avag, Gad Yabna, Lishav, Shefra, Lishav, Em, Lishav, Reina, Malka, Batova, Basha. Tickets to Manhattan are almost sold out. Um, literally almost sold out. We, we had to open up more tickets. Um, and you cannot buy the tickets at the door. So don't even try it. You, you don't get it before, a week before we, we announced it a thousand times. You're not going to get it. Not, nothing we could do. Nothing we could do. All right. Today's class, it's Netzach. Chod Shebenetzach. Let's talk about that. We're talking about endurance. Just before we get to the class, there's a couple... couple uh, couple of little things that have happened that I think we should all um, just look into this, which is very connected to the concept of endurance. So somebody asked me, Gedalia, it's the first time I've actually said no to a donation. Okay? The donation, I end up using 90% of the money for food for, to give it away to people who, that need food. I, I, Baruch Hashem, I, don't, I haven't taken a dollar from any of these classes or any of these events. Thank God. I don't need it, which I'm very grateful for that. So he asked me, find me, I need you to I want a bracha that I should marry a rich girl. So first before, I, I, I said, should I go scorpion on you or should I go Moroccan on you? I don't know which one I should go. But let me just tell you what Rabbi Nachman says when you go and ask for a woman with money. Rabbi Nachman says in Lesson 69, our sages says, whoever marries a woman for money will have disreputable children. When a person marries for money, making money his goal, he is an idiot and a fool. So obviously, I didn't call him an idiot and a fool, but I said, if you are listening to my classes, you have, I told you that money comes from your wife, on account of your wife, not to go get a rich wife. Yeah, you got it, you got it all wrong. You got it completely wrong. I said, you need to, I don't know what speed you're listening to my classes, but maybe you need to listen to 0.5 and listen. Because if you're asking for that, we have a problem. As we always say, the problem is usually the question. From the question, you could see already the problem. So you're not going to get no rich wife, especially if you're broke. You're not going to marry a rich wife. Who, what rich wife is going to marry a broke guy? I mean, seriously. So I, first, I did, first I had to go scorpion on him. Then I had to go Moroccan on him, Baruch Hashem. And it felt very good, by the way. So ever, ever since LA, I'm, having a, I'm struggling with uh, waking up at the peak hour that you regularly do, which is my 4 o'clock area. I'm getting up at 5, 5.15, and it's been a very, it's a Yetzirah, I don't know if that like, big Yetzirah came to me. And I'm starting to wake up. So all of a sudden, yesterday, I got some news um, that was very, very challenging. And guess what time I woke up this morning? 3.45. So I said to myself, like Rabbi Nachman says all the time, that do what you do at the end in the beginning. And... Typical, typical portion, typical story of our lives. When we get comfortable, 5.15, yeah, 5.20, 5.30. What, what's, what happened to your 4 o'clock thing? Where, 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 all of a sudden, why are you not waking up at 4 o'clock? Oh, I needed the wake-up call. So I said, I was so grateful after this morning for that being that challenge, because that challenge woke me up. I, I didn't need motivation to get challenged to woke, wake up after the news I got yesterday, which is extremely, extremely uh, something I have to deal with. On top of everything else, great. But I know it's going to go away today because the whole point was, what are you doing waking up? 
and I recognize I happen to train with one of the one of the best trainers in Equinox in the country, and actually the whole the whole company. And this person, if you miss an appointment with him, he gives you such an attitude. He makes you to work double. He just treats you terrible. He, he, everybody knows you don't miss an appointment, you don't show up late, because if you do, you're going to pay for it. And I know, we all, everybody knows, all his customers know that, the people that are trained with him. And we value that. Because if you start missing one, that's the beginning of the end. And because you know you're going to get punished on that workout, you don't miss. <laughs> and I said to myself, my creator's waiting for me at 4 o'clock in the morning to speak to him. And I'm sitting there in bed. And I said, if I'm going to do for this guy, who's a trainer, and my creator's waiting for me at 4 o'clock, and I'm missing the appointment, how upset do we get when we miss appointments? I get upset when somebody misses an appointment or they show up late. I get upset. I, I'm, I'm like, you know what? What is this? And imagine your creator's waiting for you at 4 o'clock in the morning and you're oversleeping. That really hit me. From that trainer, that, tra- that situation with the trainer, I'm like, for the trainer I'm going to show up? And I'm not going to show up to my creator? So that definitely, I was able to, Baruch Hashem, humble up. That humbled me up 100%. And then I started recognizing how important it is, why are we taking everything so, so, so comfortable? And this is, again, it happens, we're all human beings, but again, passionate please, from Nachman says, what you do at the end, I want you to do in the beginning. So now, what do I need a headache to wake up? I said, please, creator of the world, I don't want headaches to wake up, let me wake up first, let me wake up on my own. I don't want, what do I need headaches to wake up all the time? I needed that headache to all of a sudden wake up, I should have been walking, waking up myself. And this is where you see today, you see the Yetzirah. He, what does he do? First, either he either cools you off or he takes your passion and diverts it towards money or sex. Or, that's what he does. All, he, his job is to disconnect you from your creator, disconnect you from your spirituality. So he'll take you either, he'll cool you off or just divert your passion. And that's his specialty, by the way. Specialty is that. This is where we have to understand that. Anytime where we're taking our passion and we're diverting it somewhere else, that's it. It's the job of the Sahara. Or where you're getting cooled off. And I know this is exactly what he did with me. And thank God I was able to bounce back. And that's exactly what actually today is. Hocha Benetzach. Bouncing back with humility. That is today. The two legs. Bouncing back. To this week, we are working on endurance. It's not just winning. In order to win the marathon, you need endurance. And you can see the amount of endurance we need this week. Today, this, this week is definitely not a, it's a tremendous amount of endurance, like trying to build that endurance, building that willpower. Then you start, then the victory comes afterwards. I mean, you're not going to win the marathon unless you're practicing endurance. So this is why endurance could be a little bit, it's tough building that endurance, building, going through those ups and downs. But at the end of the day, that's going to result. And today you could just see you know, before you're asking Hashem, please, Hashem, let, let's finish the job. Let, let, let's, let's finish the construction job. Now you're asking Hashem, please, Hashem, let the guy just show up to work. You could, you, you could see the, lowest, the level of standards. My God, the level of standards have gone down so bad since COVID. I have no idea what. Just show up to work. <laughs> Do you understand the level of, that we've gotten to? Just please. I've never seen anything like this where just people just don't go. They don't come. They don't come. And God should help us. And this is the same thing. Our Creator is waiting for us. You make an appointment with Him in His Bodhidut, He's expecting you to show up. He's expecting you to show up. 
And that's and once you show up, that's where you're going to get real growth. He wants you to show up because he wants to. He knows this is what you need in your life. But when you don't show up to appointments, just like I don't show up to the trainer, he's going to get your attention. He's going to get your attention. And thank you. I said the first thing this morning. Creator of the world, thank you for getting my attention. This is how much you love me. Because if you didn't love me, you wouldn't care. You would let me sleep. I wouldn't care. But because of that reminder, I needed to wake up. And I was so happy. And now, Baruch Hashem, I don't need any motivation to wake up. And my bed now is my enemy now. At a certain hour, your bed is your friend. At a certain hour, your bed, your bed becomes your enemy. It's exactly how you have to treat it. Certain hour, bed is my friend. After this hour, this bed is an enemy. And that's what we have to really, really turn. Because that's where it all is. Because remember, what is the difference of an hour and a half to me in that, in that time? World of difference. World of difference. I miss everything. I go into it rushing. It's a world of difference. It's a world of difference. And, and Baruch Hashem, we, we just take that example in my life and apply it in your life. And, and the most important thing, like I said before, is to get your head in the big picture. Why did that, my creator give me that? He could have fixed the situation, but right, then what, the first thing that came to me, very simple. Your quality of relationships, which also mean business relationships, is based on your quality of prayer. So you wake up later, your quality of prayer is rushed, you're all over the place. What happens? Here's a quality relationship. This is what you're attracting. In one minute, your, Hashem can make something work. He can give you the best customer. Or in one minute, He can give you the worst customer. And you should recognize this is not you. It's what kind of spiritual, what's happening spiritually in those things. And then you get to the big picture, which I get it, Hashem. And then, I, then I know it's going to be taking care of the issue. I know it's going to be taken care of. I know it. I, I, deep in my heart, I know it, the whole purpose was for a wake-up call. So let's talk about today the fact that we're talking about endurance because it is Hod Shabbenetzach. This is a time of humility and endurance. We're going to talk about encouragement. We're going to take the, today's book from lessons, lesson uh, from a book called Advice. Advice is actually the book that I was zochet. I, was, I merited to find one day and this is the book that returned me to God. So, let's talk about We're going to talk about the chapter of encouragement. This is a great book, by the way, Advice. You can buy it on Amazon. You can buy it on... It's great because it has two or three pages on each topic. So if you have ADHD, like 99% of the world, and you have like five to ten minutes, and you want to get something, Rav Nachman also told us, a little bit is better than nothing. So you should do a little bit also. Um, Don't do nothing. A little bit is better than nothing. A little bit is also very good. Rabbi Nachman says the mo- most important thing that a person has to be an expert in is this concept called halakha. Halakha doesn't mean just learning halakha. Of course, that beneficial is tremendous. The reason why we actually learn Torah laws is because you're always taking the good from the bad in our lives. This is permitted, that's not permitted. This is permitted, that's not permitted. So what's happening is, is that halacha is your heart is cholek. Your heart is divided. Many times our heart is divided. Should I pray? Should I not pray? Should I do this? Should I, should I judge them? Should I not judge them? At the end of the day, when you're in a pure state, you only want to do good. But when we get into these terrible states, and we get depressed, we get sad, we get this, it's because there's a problem in the heart. The heart doesn't really believe everything's for the best. So our heart becomes divided. So Rabbi Nachman advised us 
that in order to fix that, you should learn halacha. Halacha will fix the divided heart. Because just like something is a machlochet, machlochet means a fight, a division. What's divided? My heart's divided. You're in a relationship. You're divided whether you should get married or not. That's a pretty big problem. Because if you're not all in, you're going to look at every little thing and you're going to say, should I do it or should I not do it? You understand? But when we're, when we're, all, when we're all in, we're passionate, we're all in in that relationship. Same thing. So halacha is something we should, oh, that's why we learn. But also, halacha means walking. Halicha means walking. Rabbi Nachman tells us that the, the most important thing in life is you need to walk. You need to know how to run and you need to know how to return. He gives us the principal law in life. Knowing how to bounce back. Knowing how to run when things are good. Creating those peak moments. And when things are rough, hanging in there, not throwing in the towel. That is the most important rule that he tells us all the time. And he calls it, Baki Baratzam, running and returning. This is the story of my life. I'm either running or I'm returning. I'm running to new spiritual awareness, or I'm just hanging on and making sure I don't throw in the towel today. It's the story of my life. I could tell you, that's the story of my life. And that's the story of all of our lives, by the way. Because that teaches you tremendous amount of humility. Now you could tell me, why don't I just get light all the time? Because if I get, start getting light all the time and I run all the time, I'm going to have a problem with arrogance. Because I'm going to start thinking, I'm so smart. Look it, I got it figured out. And I'll all of a sudden think it's me, 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 me. But when you fall on your face and you, you don't even have the energy to speak, and then you wake up with all this energy, you start becoming humble. And the humility allows you to hang on to those lower levels, which is actually hard. It's all about humility, by the way. It's about next week's class. We're going to talk about how to humble up and win. <laughs> How to humble up and win. That's where it comes to. At the end of the day, you're not humble, you're not going to win anything in your life. Because why? Humble people are always grateful. Humble people always see the good in everything. Ungrateful people, they're always complaining. And they're always short-minded. And they're always, everything's about them. So you can just see, that's really the root of, of, of everything. So Ramachan tells us, as King David said, now I think King David had a little bit more work than me and you did. did. He says, if I descend to heaven, you are there. But if, I'm in, if, I, if I make my bed in hell, you are also there. So Dovin Melech, he had his ups and downs. What do you think you're reading every single time you're reading to hell? You're reading Dovin Melech's life. Dovin Melech, Mashiach is going to come from Dovin Melech. That is you. That is me and you. Judah, Judaism has lineage of Dovin Melech. It's all connected, by the way. Mashiach, King David, Dovin Melech, Judaism, all that. It's all connected. So this, the, the, the situation of handling ups and downs, because the worst thing we could do in this world is become arrogant, is to be successful, to have money, to have all this, and say, it's my hands. Because at the end of the day, you're not teachable. If you think it's everything is you, then you're not teachable. So what has to come? The fall. To humble you up. But if we are completely appreciative, and knowing that every single rise is from Hashem, and every fall is to test us, not to fall, to test our amuna, then where, what do we have to be afraid about? There's no panic, there's no control, there's no nothing. This is the path you have to take. And then you start getting used to things. When things are really, really good, you really, really enjoy it, but you also know it's not going to be there forever. You know, you have those good days, the market's flying. <laughs> Obviously today the market needs a major refuah shalema. Uh, not refuah shalema, it needs hatzalah, ICU, everything right now. But you could see, you know, a month ago, everybody's, hey, market, Bitcoin, blah, 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 blah. Now everybody's uh, throwing everything in. The story of the market is the story of our lives also, by the way. 
you're running, everything's running, and when it's down, everybody's returning, humbling up. Can't be arrogant now if you're down 20-30%. You humble up. Pain humbles you up. Pain pierces the ego and humbles you up in life. And that's what Rabbi Nachman says. I want you to succeed when you're running, but I want you to explain to you. This is coming because you held, you, you worked the down. When you were down, you didn't fall. You remained steadfast. You didn't throw in the towel. That's why you're getting the new light. That's the only reason why you're getting the new light. That's how you build endurance. We don't build endurance when, when we're running. We build endurance when we're returning. And you need endurance to win the, to win the game of life. And this is what Rabbi Nachman says, that is the main rule. You have to be an expert at handling the ups and downs. And this is the class, my class is 101. My class is 101 is being, this law that I take is, 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 is I, that's the tattoo. If I had a tattoo, God, I don't have a tattoo obviously, but if I would have a tattoo and I would put one tattoo on me, which obviously it's not forbidden, but let's say a khana tattoo, I would put an olive. I would put an olive, running and returning. And if you really, really want to take something spiritual, you should just go to, the, when you go to the gym, it's exactly what you're doing. Anytime you're going to the gym, all you're doing is running, is you're lifting. You can't lift forever. It's not going to be there. You have to return. That's the weight down. And then when you go up, when you put lift the weight up again, if you're returning, if, you're down, if, the, la- if the weight is down, you have, <laughs> there's only one thing you can do, is come back up. And that, that exercise itself, is actually one big Kabbalah lesson in the lesson Aleph. And I, sometimes when I work out, I put my mind in the, in the Aleph. I'm in, I'm, just, I'm in the Aleph mode. And I get so into it that I don't even recognize the pain of the workout. It's great, because you're actually in the workout, but you're actually in a, in a meditative, uh, Kabbalistic session of working out. And of course you want it when you want it, when, when it's heavy on the bottom, but you, you could only go back up. And that's what makes muscle resistance. The ups and downs, the ups and downs. And if, does, if you don't understand this, that means there's no such thing as depression. What do you mean depression? There's no such thing as depression. Either you're an aliyah or you're in a yeridah. There's no, the word depression, what, do you, what does it mean? I don't understand. It's only when you don't believe the ups are coming to you. That's what Ramachman says. Stay away from depression. Stay away from, stay away from, be a broken heart. Okay, you're down. You want to go back up again. Yearn to go back up again. But there's no such thing as a concept of depression. Because that's what life is. It's one ups and downs. It's all life is. That's why if you make your bed in hell, you are there. That means when a person's down, that's when he's able to build the resilience to go back up. And this is exactly what Rabbi Nachman says. That is the law of your life. That is the endurance. This is Netzach. This is what we have to deal with. We have to build endurance. You have to build endurance in your marriage. You think your marriage is just flatlined? If you go to the, if you go to the hospital and you see the guy flatlined, he's dead. What's making him alive is the ups and downs. You want the ups and downs. You want the ups and downs. And this is exactly what, remember, the Yetzirah is not going to get you when you're up because you're, you're happy, you're riding. He knows he's going to attack you when you're returning. He's going to tell you, believe me, when you're having, when you're in the, in the middle of a, a vacation, you're not questioning whether your marriage is going to work out or not. <laughs> but when you get hit in the coconut, <laughs> after you fight, you're like, 
Is this marriage worth it? It's funny, you could be on a vacation, you could be on the greatest vacation, but next thing you know, you say one wrong thing, you get a coconut in your face. It just teaches you, it teaches you that there's no Olam Hazeh. I keep on getting reminded. Sometimes you could be on the beautiful beach, Tahiti, or Maldives. Maldives is, is, is it's a different world over there. But at the end of the day, you're still going to get hit with a coconut in your face. Just, it teaches you, don't... This is exactly why our sages tell us, you can have a gorgeous house, but make sure there's a part of your house that's not finished. Because sometimes we get too much in this world. We forgot about, we forget about Olam Haba, we get stuck in Olam Hazeh. And that itself is the beginning of the end. Because what happens when you're in a Olam Hazeh mode? Then there's no, you're going to drop all spirituality. You're just going to be into more money and more this and more that. And that's emptiness. There's emptiness. There's nothing left. There's nothing there at the end of the day. When it is time for a person, so this is what Rabbi Nachman tells us. Now we already told you you're going to go through a ladder. Your whole life is a big, is a big roller coaster. Just get used to it. Learn how to, learn how to control the nausea when you're, when you're down the roller coaster. How do we do that? By breathing. How do you get rid of nausea? Breathing. New vent. When it is time for a person to advance from level to level, he must experience a fall before he can rise up. This is my little Yerida, LA Yerida. I had a big Aliyah in LA. This is my Yerida. Why? Because New York is coming for that Aliyah. So I, I, I see it. I see the whole picture. Nothing to freak out about. I see it for a new Aliyah that's coming in New York. I feel the new, a new light in New York coming. I have, shh, I have to go through that Yerida. That's the Yerida. For a new high in your relationship, you have to go through a fight sometimes. The fight humbles both of you. The, the, the fight usually humbles both of you for the new high, for the new high in the relationship. That, that's it. That's what it's all about. Business cycles. Up, cycle. New, but the real, work, the real new high is really developed in the low. In the low. In the breaking of the vessel. And this is where it says, when it's time for a person to advance from one level to another level, he must experience a fall before he can rise up. And the whole purpose of the fall is to prepare for the advance. When you ask a breath of circles, how are you doing? I'm just, right now I'm in bittle. When the guy tells you I'm, I'm in surrender mode, he's in the down. He doesn't tell you, oh, he's having a good day or a bad day. Right now I'm in bittle. I know nothing. Do you understand? They already speak differently. It's a different language. And when you get to people that are in Breslov, they, they're so in the Torah itself. How are you doing? I'm in Torah 6 today. I'm in Torah 82 today. Like this week, I've been in Torah 82, which is uh, surrendering to Ma, going back to chaos, from chaos to order. They're not even, they're not good, bad. No, what, what Torah are you in? Like, what, where are you? Where's your, Torah, where's your mindset? What, where, what, what rule are you applying? Where are you living today? There's no, there's no such thing. That, what is depression? It doesn't exist. Because you're so in the Torah that you're living the Torah. But when you disconnect from the Torah, then you're left to the world. I'm in Bittu. I'm in Bittu. I'm surrender. I'm in, I'm in the lower. Or 
The guy tells you, Baruch Hashem, I'm flying. But he knows it's not him. He knows it's because he, he did work on handling the low. He got the high. That's only the reason why he got the high. And this is where Rav Nachman says, in order, a person has to go to advance from one level to level, he must experience a fall before he can rise up. The whole purpose of the fall is to prepare for the advance. Try to understand this, and you will realize the determination that is necessary in order to serve God. No matter how many you fall, you should never allow yourself to get discouraged. Remain firm and pay no attention to the fall. Let it go. It has to happen. In the end of the fall, it will be transformed into a great advance. This is the whole purpose. This applies to different ways where we can fall. There must be as much of you can set on the subject, but everybody thinks his situation is worse than the other. By the way, these are not my words. These are the words coming from Rabbi Nachman. I'm not saying this myself. This is not Gedali commentary. This is his exact words. You think your situation is worse than the other. And by the way, this was written 250 years ago. People think this only applies to them. No. What you're looking at, like we said many times, you have to be careful that when you are in a state of this, when you are in a low, you have to be careful to go straight into surrender mode. Go into, go into surrender mode. Don't give it more meaning than it is because that's the time where imagination takes over and you start saying, oh, look, this guy doesn't have to struggle. That guy's not struggling. Nobody else is struggling but me. And that's where he gets you. It's exactly what happened with the Jews. They were about to receive, after Sinai, what was the problem with the Jews? You know what happens? They got, they got, the, they got the Torah. They were in such an elevated place. They didn't make a tzimtzum. They didn't do a contraction. Because if they, had, they would have had a contraction, they would have never fell. But because what happened to them, Reb Nassim says, they were on such a high that they wanted to stay high. So what did they do? They served an idol. They had to go through the contraction. They cannot, you cannot stay in that same level. You just got the Torah. How in the world can you remain at that high level? They didn't understand that. It was an improper contraction. If they would have made the contraction, they would have got the new Aliyah. And that's why they fell. And he says, most of our problems in our lives, it's because of improper contractions. We want to stay on that high level. It's not happening. It can't. Because the new higher has to go, is created in the, in the fall. When you know this, you're just, there's times to say nothing. There's times, but we don't make it worse than it is. And being a Scorpio, I recognize my emotions are my number one enemy. I just have to look at things as is, not worse than it is. And I know when I don't get, when I'm not focused, wow, does imagination take over? It just puts you in a very, very dark place. But it's all fantasy, by the way. There's a reason why there's a passage that says, you will go to bed, you will go to bed crying and you will wake up dancing. You will wake up with joy. <laughs> How in the world can you go to bed crying and all of a sudden wake up with joy? Because that's the shift of the momentum. That's the shift of the momentum. And he says, this is applies to everybody. A person has to recognize this. When a person may be on such a low level that he thinks he's inside the earth in order to enter level, he has to go through these klipot. So that's what he says. Every single new level that we're going to go through, there's going to be major klipot. That, that, and it's, I would say the greatest example of this 
is when we were kids. I hope we're not still playing video games when we're 40 years old. But when we were kids and we were playing Donkey Kong and all these cute video games, there was always the new monster on the new level, right? And you always had to beat the new monster on the new level. And it always reminded me, and it would always, that, that it's always the bigger monster. But once you beat that, you get into a bigger, bigger monster. Again, I hope we are not still playing video games at 40 years old. But today, people still do play video games at 40 years old. But back then, when you were like, you know, you know 15, 16, you stopped playing video games. Today, it became a new habit. That's a, that's a different problem unto itself. But it's exactly what happens. Every single time there's a new level, there's a klipa. You get into a relationship, you're dating somebody, that's the first level. Now, to get to, from dating to engagement, there's going to be a klipa. From engagement to marriage, there's going to be another klipa. This is exactly what happens when, what does a klipa do? Klipa does not allow you to see good. Only sees bad. If you don't know this, that means if you have, if things are going too, too good, it's probably not, you're not going to make it. There has to be that klipa. So you both have to be on the same page. Take off the klipa, take off the shell, reveal the light. But there's always klipa. Now, the problem with this if you already know you're going to have a klipa, now imagine getting very, very physical and creating your own klipas. Now you have no shot. You see what I'm saying? Well, it's already going to be difficult because remember, the, the child come, come, a new, a new birth, new amazing things can come in, in a relationship. I remember when we were dating, me and my wife were dating, it was like Hiroshima. I dropped the bomb, she dropped the bomb. And there was, it was like a, bombs were, were getting thrown down. Those were the klipas, by the way. Because that klipa says, no, not for me. I, I promise you, it was like bombs going off. That's why I said, this is, this, I, know, I know the game already. Let's just get through the, let's get through these klipas and let's reveal the good. That's why you really, really have to remain, you have to be firm. You have to really be firm and you have to be able to be resilient. But you're going to have klipas. It's not possible to get engaged. Man, again, the first date, first level. Then you have to get engaged. Then married. So just imagine the amount of situations that are going to come up. One, I don't, I don't, I'm not paying for the wedding. One, it could be a problem with the engagement. The mother-in-law throws in the bucket. I don't want you to move to here. This is a klipa, by the way. These are all klipas. Rabbi Nachman tells us that the best way to get klipas is constant gratitude. The best way to break a klipa, what kills the klipa and takes the life out of the klipa is praising God and giving charity. Praising God and giving charity destroy klipas. You're in a problem in your life, you have a klipa. You don't see the good in that problem. How do you break it? Thank you, Hashem, for the problem. You broke the klipa. And where do we know this from? Nowhere else but davening. Every single time we daven, how many levels are we going, we're going to? We're actually climbing to four levels. You cannot get from Korbanot to Amidah just like that. Just like you can't go from first date to 
to marriage. You have to go through first carbonot. Then you go to the hodus. And every single time there's a new level, there is a... We have to sing. Hodu. Then you have to sing again in hallelujah. Hallel. Then yishtabach. You understand there's a constant levels of praising a creator. Because in order to get to the new level, how are you going to get to that new level without the praise? The praise is what gets you to the new level. It's exactly the same thing in our lives. When you have a klipa, when you're in a situation in your life, thank you Hashem. See only the good in the person. Praise Him for the relationship. That breaks the klipa. Are you going to have them? He tells you here. It is impossible. Each time a person emerges from one level in order to rise to another level, let's say from the engagement to the marriage or the first date to the engagement. That's a level. Klipot atakim. In form of temptations, fantasies, strange thoughts, confusions, all kinds of obstacles. They arrange themselves against them and refuse to allow them to enter. They make sincere people get very discouraged. You ever hear that? I remember that, that, I don't know, the first three dates, I was into her, but now I'm not into her anymore. Ah, what happened? What happened? What could have possibly happened? That's a clip. All of a sudden, nah, I don't know if it's for me anymore. It's a clip. All of these temptations and obstacles, they start thinking they have fallen from their previous level for sometimes they're not experienced. I do not know how anybody survives without Rabbi Nachman's Torahs. I have no idea how you're doing it. Maybe you should teach the class. But I do not know, if you don't have this advice, how you're going to make it in life. I, I, I have no idea how. If you don't know this concept, you're dating, you see something wrong, oh, not for me. And it keeps on happening over and over again. And you're not getting, we're not getting the big picture. We're not getting this is life. This week is about building this endurance. Being able to break these klipas, not bend down to them. The obstacle is the way, not when I have an obstacle, I need to get out of the way. No, 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 no. The obstacle is the way. I have to face these klipas. And you have to have them because you're going on a new level. This, just this paragraph is enough for every marriage. Before you go on a date, you should both read it. Both, both of you should read this. In order for a person to get to level from level, he must face klipas. So this is what I'm trying to explain to you. You have to be. So this is why the situation is already, the situation is already difficult as it is. That means most people have major decision fatigue. They have klipas before they even get into the relationship. Now imagine without being focused in a relationship and then getting physical. And get <laughs> you have a better chance of getting struck by lightning than winning. You have to have dot. Ramachman says everything's dot. Get, make sure, whoever it is, if you're dating somebody, it can, maybe it's not my podcast, some other part, but you, have to, you both have to be on the same, something you need that you have to be on the same page. Because if you're not on the same page, you're talking two different worlds. Two different worlds. And this is the rule of life. The obstacle is the way. Don't make it personal. It's not that you're something's wrong with you. I have to go through this. Because sometimes what we do is when we hit these obstacles, if we don't have the right advice, we beat ourselves up. And we judge ourselves unfavorably. 
And then we punish ourselves for judging ourselves unfavorably by going into terrible situations. So what happens? Not only are you not getting the klipa, but now you're punishing yourself. And then you're, you ask your creator, look what you did to me. Don't blame God for something your ego did to you. But your job is to search and to recognize these tzaddikim have already went through this path. So may Hashem help us to remember like yesterday, the first thing I did after that challenge, gratitude, was grateful for the challenge. I knew I had to, I knew this was a wake up call, literally a wake up call, <laughs> physically and literally a wake up call, and right away charity. Because I needed to diffuse the situation that could have been a monster unto itself. So we need to diffuse what's happening, not create fear and make it completely out of control and, and without any clarity and overwhelming. So when you want it right away, the first thing you want to do is give charity and be grateful because that takes the energy out of the klipa. Kills the ego. How can you, how could the ego, ego survive if you're giving charity and you're grateful? It can't survive because they live on the fear. They live on the imagination. The same thing I always tell you. If you have an itch and you don't pay attention to the itch, it will go away. But if you start paying attention to the itch, you start giving it energy, then that energy can become much more worse. What you need to do is you need to take the inner energy yourself and then that way. So give charity and be grateful and then right away, Baruch Hashem, I was up and, and get back to focus and back, back to the winning mindset again. May Hashem help us all that we should all break all these klipas. Remember, this advice, this is not a bubba maisa, there's no, there's no radio here, there's no advertising here. This is strictly for people who want a better life. It's not for everybody. But t- you, have, you already have a winning recipe from Rabbi Nachman. Let's take it. Have a great day.